I always find it timely how texts are already chosen for Sundays and a lot of times they really fit in what's going on in our world. Now today we move from uh, Christmas into Epiphany, but today we also celebrate the baptism of Jesus. And today I want to talk about baptism and how Jesus' baptism deeply impacts the way we go about our lives in the world and how we have framed as Lutherans baptism and the affirmation of baptism in our lives and how we live that out. But first, a question. How often do you really think about your baptism? Now, maybe you are someone, when you were baptized, you remember it, and your parents remember it, and you know the date, and every year you celebrate it as joyously as you do your birthday. Or maybe you learn to appreciate your baptism later in your life. Maybe it was at your confirmation, which is an affirmation of baptism, or maybe it's when you were an adult and you were affirmed into the life of the congregation. Or maybe, and I won't tell your pastor, Maybe you don't really think about it much. Maybe you were baptized at one point in your life, perhaps as a baby, and you don't really remember that event. And, and you were told about it, and, and maybe you know the date. But one of the reasons I, as a pastor, love baptisms and the act of baptizing someone into the church is because I enjoy it in, in of itself, but also it's an opportunity for me to remember my own baptism and what it means to me. What I don't do as often is really remember the promises made in baptism on an everyday basis. And there are five promises made in baptism. And these promises are made first on behalf of the child who is baptized, that the parents and godparents and sponsors help the child learn certain things. But as we get older, we take on the promises ourselves and as we affirm them in our confirmation and when we join a church. The promises that are made are really important in our lives. But quite honestly, they are not something that we talk about a lot in our daily life of faith. And here they are. To live among God's faithful people to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of Christ through word and deed, to serve all people following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. And when we hear those promises, we say, I accept these promises and I ask God to help and guide me as I live them out. Now here are what the promises mean. First, to live among God's faithful people. This means that you surround yourself with other people of faith. Quite simply, it can be as easy as going to church on a Sunday morning. Now we're not surrounding ourselves in a physical sense, but in a virtual sense. But it's going to church and talking with other Christians to participate in the life of the congregation. This means that the people that you hang out with 
on a regular basis are good people, people with values that, that you share. I once heard that you are the makeup of the five people you spend the most time with. And really, when I think about that in, in my life, I find this to be true. If you are surrounding yourself with good people, with people who are Christians maybe, this has a major impact on your life. The second one is to hear the Word of God and to share in the Lord's Supper. How are you hearing the Word of God right now? Again, this is going to church and hearing Scripture read and reflected upon. It's listening to the sermon, which is the most important part of the service, right? Or maybe it's participating in a Bible study or spending time each day on your own, opening your Bible, getting to know God in a, in a deep and profound way. And this is why we take our kids to church as we grow up, because we made a promise that we will enable them to hear the Word of God, to, to take the Lord's Supper in their baptism. This is why we spend time learning about the Bible, learning about God, engaging the Word of God on a regular basis. This is something, again, do, that we do in, in the church, but this is something that you can do on your own because it is a critical part of our life of faith. The third is to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed. So we are surrounding ourselves with other believers. We are going to church. We are reading the Bible. We are taking communion when it is offered. So those are the things at the beginning of our promises of, of baptism that we, we kind of take in, right? And now we move to action. We are proclaiming the good news of God through what we say and through what we do. Our words matter. Our actions matter. When we as Christians, as the children of God, act in a certain way, it's a representation of our life of faith. Now, we are not perfect. We don't always say or do the right things. And God knows that. But what are the intentions behind what we say and what we do? Because those also matter. So how are you taking action in the world right now, especially when it comes to your faith? The fourth is one of my favorites, to serve all people following the example of Jesus. This is one of my favorites because this is a big one on how I live out my faith, serving people. That's one of the ways I live out my baptismal promise. I'm always looking for ways to serve someone. I know it is not only has an not only had an impact on my faith and the people that I have served. Service just doesn't mean going to a soup kitchen and standing in line and serving a meal. It is also time to spend praying for people. It is donating to charity. It is thinking about someone else and doing something to make their lives better. 
the last one, the fifth one. Strive for justice and peace in all the earth. This is the one that I want to talk about a little bit more today. Because I ask myself, what does it mean to strive for justice and peace, especially in the world today? Over the past year, we have had a lot of ups and downs in our personal lives, as well as our life as a country and around the world. We, as the people of God, have seen innocent lives being taken off the street. We have seen violent crimes, and we have seen people who have committed violent crimes go unpunished. And as Christians, we have a responsibility, a baptismal responsibility, to strive for justice and peace. The ELCA social statement on the church in society says, along with all citizens, Christians, and others have the responsibility to defend human rights and to work for freedom, justice, peace, environmental well-being, and good order. That is a lot of responsibility, but it is important on how we live out our faith as baptized people of God. We can celebrate all the abundant blessings that are part of our lives and the life of the world, but we also need to walk in the struggle of human existence where we face our own sin. We face our own self-centeredness and the collections of the sin of the world in which we live. And we have to counteract those sins. We have to look in the mirror and know that we are an example of sins. And we have seen that this past week on the attack at the Capitol. I watched as thousands of people went and stormed a building with violence and it saddened me. It saddened me. It is God who bears the sins of the world. It is God also who sends us out to work for justice and peace, to combat actions that we saw this past week, not to incite violence. We are called to love our neighbor as we would love ourselves. We are called to speak truth in love when we participate in God's mission of abundant life for all. So when we see actions that we saw this past week, we have to speak out against it because that is not what God is calling us to do. We are called to act with diligence as well as dignity. We are called to act with a justice mindset, a heart filled with peace. We are called to live out our faith in our everyday life. What God says to you and to me in our baptism is that, yes, we are loved by God, that God is pleased with every single one of us, that these words give us identity and worth and unwavering grace, that when we live out our daily life, grace is important, that we surround ourselves with other people who live in that way, when we are taking part of the Word of God when we are proclaiming God in the world, when we are serving others, and when we seek out to live justice and peace, we are standing up against violence. 
This is why I think baptism is so incredibly important, because it offers us an opportunity to claim our identity as the children of God who are loved and beloved by God. Not our identity following one particular party or another. We are given this gift, and we are called to spread it throughout the world because of our baptism. Our baptism reminds us that wherever we may go and whatever we may do, whatever is done to us, God continues to love us, accept us, and hold on to us. This is a blessing. This is love. And this is grace. Amen.